0: Hey, welcome everybody for another episode of Good to Game Radio with Clint, Tony, and myself, where we discuss Tony's review on Returnal, um, solo versus uh, multiplayer uh, gameplay, and um, the partnership of Discord with Sony, and my final review of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Hope you guys enjoy, and come back again next week.
1: guys, welcome back to another episode of Good to Game Radio. I'm your host Tony speaking, and joining me tonight is Vance and Clint. Vance, Woo-hoo! you missed us last week. Good to have you back. So what's going on? Thank think
0: it's good. I was good to be back. Good to be back. Ready in action.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, you, uh, you didn't... You didn't take another vacation last week. You worked, didn't you? You were there every day.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked. I was there every day.
1: <laughs> and it you were having a drag. hard time making that adjustment because yeah, you adjust. you, know, you had taken like two weeks. So more like
0: two and a half, almost three.
1: It's hard to get back in that groove. Very hard, very hard. Yep. Clint, what's going on? What's up, dude? How's, uh, how's life? How was your day off today? I went and had lunch with my wife and then hung out with some of her family members. And then now I'm back home, we went bike riding, and now we're here, ready for the podcast.
0: Oh, bike riding, was it uh, like a two-wheel, or was it like the two seats, two wheels? Like bicycle. oh uh, No, were you doing
1: tandem
2: bike riding, like adorable, right, tandem, like an adorable yeah. couple? Oh, no. Right. No. Okay, I'm going to need you to step up the adorableness.
1: Right. No, just a regular bicycle.
2: So, Amy, you texted me earlier to say that the uh, you're editing the podcast from last week. So I haven't listened to it yet, so I've already forgotten everything we talked about. But that there was, like, a sound, you know, issue or something that you were working on. taking a little longer. And when I asked, you know, one of us was really loud. And I don't know why I asked, because I already knew the answer. <laughs> but... It, Amy is the one that responded to me because you were driving around, I guess, doing all your, uh, you know, your nice, your date day or whatever. Right. Um, and she, of course, is telling me that I am the loud one of the two of us of course. Uh, that you are having to correct for. So that's, uh, I don't know. It's like, why, why do you ask that question? It's like, does this make me look fat? Like, why would <laughs> right. you ask that question you when answer? you know you're not going to like the answer? Yeah, 100%. The loud one? Yeah, that was going to be me.
1: Yeah, that's a given. You're the loudest. I, I'm pretty sure you're probably the loudest one on the podcast by far. I don't think anybody has any trouble. I with mean, anywhere. they Yes. They, I I tend to talk on the low end anyways. So, Vance, man, we missed you last week. We talked about uh, oh, uh, the, the last episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, uh, Nice. What's your what's your opinion? What would you think of it?
0: Um, I think that it it definitely did a good job as far as like you know setting up, you know, like the next uh, I don't know if they're going to have, like, a next season or, you know, if they're going to run them all together. But definitely definitely uh, gave you that oncey more feeling with the, like, you know, legit questions, you know, like, um, as far as, like, the power broker, you know, like, what is Sam going to was he going to evolve, you know, as Captain America? You know, so um, I th- I definitely think they did a good job as far as, like, closing out the season.
1: The, it's. The, what did you think of uh, the whole plot by uh... – the flag smashers uh, the takedown of grc i mean how what do you think how that played out how
0: that played out um the i definitely like the reasoning you know behind and stuff like that but uh it was, it was i would say poorly executed but i definitely don't think it was enough of them to, to really get it done and i mean um it's something that you know you said and i didn't really think about but you know like um, uh, I forget her name, but she was a uh, you know like a teenager, you know. So it was like you know her emotions, you know, kind of I guess blinded her by some some of the reality that you know uh, could have been definitely a plan a plan better and you know I don't I don't think she's seen um you know Sharon coming out the way she did.
2: Yeah, kind of like backstabbing her, you mean? Right. Her playing both sides, but I guess really, you know, she was always in it for herself, regardless of. You know, she was just using people, I guess, around her. I had, uh, go ahead, Tony. No, go ahead. No, no. You finish your talk. I was going to say that Tony and I sat here and we were like, oh, you know, there's things that we definitely liked about the episode and we get started on that. And then I so many times came back to the little things that bothered me about the episode. Like how are we supposed to believe? that there's all this terror going on this high threat you know that you know flag smashers out there and then their evacuation plan is let's just put them in some trucks and move them through new york city like they don't have a they don't have anything in place at the uh, the the building they're in i don't know we we got off on a bunch of little tangents about stuff like that but then what i really really liked about it was sam's speech at the end what did you think about it
0: um it was great I mean, like, like it was great, you know, like, they didn't, you know, like, hold back as far as, like, you know, what they were going to, ah, what they were going to, um, and like, what they were shooting for, you know, and it was, like, you know, in your face and for a lot of people, like, you know, like, that's the kind of, like, you know, reality and in, you know, like, and what I I like is, you know, especially being superheroes and, you know, how it's marketing and stuff like that, it definitely ties into our, maybe two, three episodes ago we was just saying how you know like people want to you know be involved in things with people that kind of like look like them you know versus be sports video games or whatever you know so you know that was something that was uh, talked about and hit on and you know like he said like there were people who you know like he probably saved their life probably did a, a service to it, they still don't like him, you know so it's, it's you know it's one of the things where it's like that's just the reality
2: yeah, they they uh they didn't pull any punches with it, and I really appreciated that about it. Uh, they they were uh, keeping it real, you know. Right.
1: So if you were to give that we gave our grades on the episode, um, A, B, C, A plus. Well, didn't we give it on the series, Tony? We gave it on the series. So yeah. yeah. Let's hear your grade, Vance. What's what's what the grade for? The complete
0: series. Uh the complete series, I'm gonna give it the grade. I'm gonna give it a uh I'm gonna give it a strong A strong A and why not a A plus even though I loved it. It's, it's just the little things. I mean something you brought up is like, you know, a teenager going hand to hand combat with a a trained assassin for uh, like forever, you know what I'm saying? And then yeah. the whole thing about you know, he he got the shield, and the helicopter bounces off the shield. But yeah, a plastic chair can knock it out the air. Like, you know, it's just just little things like that. Yeah. Oh, and the helicopter uh, switching pilots, like, yeah, he like, you know, he like, yeah,
1: really. Yeah.
0: You know, so so, so that's why I, I, I didn't give it the full A plus. You know, just different things like that.
2: Nice. I think when I look back at that series, I think that they told a very kind of important story, and it had a lot of really important themes. I just feel like the execution of how they told their story uh, was lacking so much. Like it's a story that needed to be told, and I wish they had done a better job doing it and gave us like more consistency in the in the in the writing and the the directing and you know everything. I thought needed a lot more consistency. Um, It seemed like there was moments of brilliance in this show, uh, but it was definitely held back a lot by just uh, I think lazy, lazy writing, uh, and just it almost seems like they didn't know where they wanted to go with this series. I I think again, and I've I've said this to death at this point, but I I think it probably had a bunch of reshoots, um, or re edits, or something to to make it into to what it was, which was you know pretty good but for the most part there was just a lot of things to its detriment i felt
1: right,
0: right. Mm-hmm. yeah and one thing i think i think that as a whole like people people want like honest people want is if you do something to somebody intentionally or unintentionally if you want to make it right you like you have to talk about it like you have to bring it to the surface and make it right and i think um. That's Isaiah's whole thing. He was like, you know, just just face up and just own up to what you did. And and the 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 statue at the end was, I think, like the um, you know, like the closure that that he needed because you think for so long it was like, you know, like he was a pretty much a ghost to society. Like the yeah. only people who knew he was living was the people that were doing the test on him. And then once you know he got out, whatever like that, it was like he still had to be a ghost.
2: Yeah, I really liked that part. Uh, I thought that was a great ending to it, and I I appreciated that they did that, and they didn't just... uh, You know, the last we saw of Isaiah before that point was him watching Sam's message on TV, like the live TV at the end, which I appreciated that as well. They had a lot of flashing to a lot of people we had seen but them doing that bit I thought was just super powerful and I was very very happy that was in there. I also uh, another thing that I really appreciated was that Sam got through to Bucky and we see Bucky goes through and he actually make makes the amends that he was very laughably uh, attempting earlier in the in the series. So I thought they did some a lot of good with that and how they wrapped some of those things up. Um it's just the 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 journey along the way so many missteps
0: Agreed. yeah i wish that they i mean i understand like you know you know like come with us i understand why bucky and the man didn't continue you know like their relationship but i wish they would have
2: i so was that super clear to you because i kind of just thought that uh I, I don't know it just seemed like they were there was t- there was definitely some time that was being taken apart but it didn't I just didn't get the sense that it was finished completely maybe that he was because he was still kind of going through some of those motions you know he sees him through the window um, when he's at the bar and there was like a meaningful look from the uh, is it the daughter uh, or the uh, you know the woman that is uh, was with the gentleman right. I don't know that to me it didn't like it wasn't like a completely closed door if that makes sense
0: yeah, I think maybe, you know, like down the line, maybe that's something that they could explore, but it's like, you know, that, you know, definitely time to heal and, you know, process, you know, but it's like, you know, that, like, before you knew what he did, you know, it was like, you were okay with
1: him. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, moving on, what's the game news?
2: I'd say gaming-related news. The big thing I just read uh, shortly before we started uh, chatting here is that PlayStation is making a large investment in discord and we are i think we we should be expecting discord or discord app to come to playstation don't know how soon and we kind of talked to is it going to have voice because that's really all we would want it for at least that's how i feel right um but but discord coming to console is a very very big deal um so i'm very i'm very interested to see how that gets handled and what we get from that
1: right yeah um Discord has been in the news here the last few weeks, except with the other uh, uh, console maker, Xbox. There was a rumor out there that they were going to purchase Discord for like $10 billion. But apparently that, that was just a rumor. That's not going to happen apparently now. So, But now today, all of a sudden, uh, the news that Sony is in a partnership with Discord to bring Discord to... The PlayStation console, and it's it's exciting because yeah, right now there's not a like uh, I was telling you guys uh, off air there was what they used to be called communities on uh, the PlayStation Four. Uh, whenever so you if you were on a game's like a little home page, you could scroll down to the bottom and there would be like commu- uh, different communities you could join, and I think they were ba- basically fan made com- communities that you could join up with. They took that feature away, and now we don't really have anything. So. You know, if you've never used Discord before, Discord has—that's what they're built around—is communities. So that's that's going to be exciting if they implement that into this uh, the console and and bringing the voice. The voice is the most important thing, I think, in this whole deal. So, and I think there's they're shooting for what the end of the year or the start of next year.
2: Oh, I actually did not see a timeline, um, but that would be exciting. Hey, so Tony, as a big old uh, big old Sony pony, how you feeling about this? Do you think uh, that this is uh, Sony throwing uh, throwing a little bit back at Microsoft for the MLB stuff?
1: Well, like I said, I think this deal it's it's been in the works for a while. Probably like that's why they didn't have communities. Like they were planning on something different, and this must have been part of the plan. Maybe is to get this uh, deal with Discord incorporated into the the PlayStation Five system. So if that was their plan, um, you know, Sony keeps everything secret. So
2: well, do you think? specifically discord because discord was shopping their company like they apparently approached microsoft i think twitter was another one to see hey dudes you want to buy us and uh apparently they didn't like you know whatever the the offers they were getting were um do you think specifically that sony would have been like oh we need to go get discord or they seized an opportunity because they were maybe looking at some other avenues
1: they could have seized the opportunity they could have upped their offer put a little bit more money into the, the, the pot to make uh, discord realize that in the long run they could probably make more money staying independent and regardless it's going to be both it's going to be good for both you know especially for my uh for sony they need to they need these type of partnerships i think to 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 be able to take on microsoft microsoft is you know they they got all the money man it's, it's just what it both down to they they got the entire corporation of Microsoft behind Xbox, with their 44 billion dollars in profit or from last year or whatever that they can throw at whatever they want. So Sony isn't as big as them; they don't have that that those type of resources. So they need.
2: My first thought was uh, when I when I read this, it's like, oh, maybe I could play Out uh, Outriders, and then I realized, well, if Xbox doesn't get doesn't get uh, uh, Discord. They're not, they're, they, what's the point? It's not really helping me. The the benefit I think would be cross play for PC. I mean that's basically right. it. And there's some games that don't that have like like I will tell you that like if you and I have played uh, Call of Duty or something, we are going to be in an Xbox party. We're going to be. And the Xbox party uh, chat is fine. That's what we use. That's what we're talking on right now. Um, we've had a lot of success with that. It's in game chat that I'm trying to avoid as often as possible. And if Discord will have similar uh, – assuming we get voice quality and then that the voice quality is similar to what we have here, that's going to be awesome, but it's only going to branch us to, I guess, people on their phones or tablets or something. And PC, there's still going to be that chasm in commu- with communication between PlayStation and Xbox, unless that is also part of the plan. But it almost seems like – you know sony and xbox are becoming much more at odds recently with some of the uh things we've talked about in recent weeks so uh i don't know man it's like it's good news but then it is uh like i got very excited and then had to you know my (laughs) expectations and everything kind of kicked in
1: well i mean i don't like i said we don't know any any details any real details so it doesn't necessarily exclude microsoft you know, it's a partnership with Discord. Discord could go around, uh, turn around, and make the same type of deal with Microsoft. You know, in the similar vein. yeah, so,
2: that'd be huge, wouldn't and it? That,
1: and, that, and that's going to give you your cross-platform uh, voice uh, parties right there. And I, that's what I kind of feel is going to happen. I don't think this is something that you know it's going to exclude Microsoft. Microsoft's just going to cut the same deal that Sony cut with them. <laughs>
2: That'd be big, but has, has part of this, you know, these business models been that they're trying to trap people in their ecosystems? Like, you know, we see Apple do. Is that what... Well, we know PlayStation is, is kind of of that mindset, right? But Xbox, you mentioned like a week ago or something, they just want you playing on whatever, their uh, Game Pass or how, uh, whatever, something they have licensed, PC, Xbox, whatever. They're not as concerned about alienating the other part of that market because it's still their market.
1: Right. I mean... I'm pretty sure the video game market is the most successful arm of Sony. That's where they're making their profits. It's got
2: to be, it, it, right?
1: PlayStation arm is is what's making the money for Sony, the the overall corporation. And they want people to be in that ecosystem. They want you to buy PS5. Their focus is exclusives because the only place you can play Sony games, obviously, is on the PlayStation. Until, you know, seven years later when the game's migrate maybe to PC maybe you know they want you to be in in that system you know Microsoft is the exact opposite they don't really care if you're in the system or not as long as you're on game pass that's all they're caring about so and game pass is on pc game pass they're trying to get it on switch they're trying to get it on everything you know? they have uh, where you can play it on your phones and stuff like that it's like it's a totally different thing they don't really they could care less this is this is really what's kind of the irony of it all is like people that are really big on xbox the console the long game is the you know is to put it on everything. As sooner or later, Microsoft's going to say we don't need to make consoles because our money is coming from subscription service. So I mean,
2: well, do you think uh, I think they'll take a loss doing consoles just to keep a share of the market from Sony though? Like they don't want to give well, Sony that whole market. Well, both
1: systems, but- both sellers, pretty much the in the last generation, took losses on. The consoles they typically sell the consoles at a loss because they're gonna make the money in software sales
2: yeah and i'm aware of that being a thing but they're doing that they're like if microsoft stops making consoles the next playstation is going to cost a thousand bucks right i mean that's just going to be and they're gonna they're gonna give them that entire market I, i just don't see it happening i think they'll continue to make T- these competitive to pull them in. I-, I see your point and I see the logic behind it. I just don't expect it.
0: Yeah, but I think if you do that, if if Microsoft like pulls like that, and you say Sony comes for a thousand, and that's when somebody else is going to come in and it's going to be great. I mean, you figure for a while it was what Kmart, Walmart, and Target, and then all of a sudden Amazon just comes out of nowhere because there was a huge gap between Walmart and Target. I mean, like like hundreds of millions i mean hundreds of billions like gap you know and then uh amazon came in now look at them so it's always room for somebody else it's just all about time and so even if sony tried to pull that car well we're just going to go a thousand then i mean you figure people are going to buy buy pcs they're going to buy laptops and i don't think they're they're solely going to you know like just be like okay well we're, we're going to buy a thousand
1: because Right. That's I, crazy. I don't, I, yeah, I'm, a, I'm in agreement with you. I'm, I don't think b- just because there's no Xbox console to compete against that Sony could just charge whatever they wanted for a console. Because again, if Game Pass is on PC and all the exclusives that Xbox has kind of bought into with Bethesda and then you have the Halo franchise and Gears of War and Forza and all that, if they're on Game Pass and you can get that on a $500 or $600 PC, then you're not going to buy a thousand dollar playstation console unless you're just a so you know you just love sony that much there's still a way not to have to buy a sony console won't be able to play sony games
0: yeah but it's like um yeah it's, it's definitely like like you know room for you know somebody else is like um it's just you have to make a product that is going to be able to really compete. And not even sales, not even in anything else. Just why should I? Like that's like that's the biggest question. Is just like, you know, you you have um, you know like your fast food chains that are that are locked in. So if somebody comes brand new, first store ever. You're going to ask yourself, why should I? Like why should I try you out? Where I don't know what type of quality you're going to put out. I know with McDonald's, Burger King, and whoever, I'm going to get this that exact same burger. I'm going to get that. You know, so with the consoles, like you, like you know what you're going to get. You know, especially when the next consoles roll out, it's going to be you know better. You know, like resolution and stuff like that. You know, for your um, you know, for your for your console, you know, they're probably going to match the 8K really resolution. The games probably going to be there. So it's just why should I give you that give you that try?
1: I just I I think with the Microsoft model with the Game Pass they just don't need you to buy their console to do that. In the future, I see them more likely to put out like the series S, good enough to play on Game Pass. Because the technology they're rolling out there is like most of the stuff is going most of these games are going to be like server side. You don't need a powerful console because all the processing is being done in a network center somewhere.
2: What wasn't that Stadia's thing? And hasn't that not been like as successful as
1: Expected. It's not successful because they don't have any games. You know, they don't have the catalog that Microsoft and Sony have spent decades putting together, and they don't have exclusives. They tried. They had. They tried to establish an, a studio to make games exclusively for them, um, and that fell through. They basically shut down that studio, and a lot of those developers left there, and I think a few of them have come back to Sony. Um, to to take jobs back in in, uh, Sony's uh, studios but yeah I mean their their issue is what game you know what what's going to entice somebody to come over there and play them I can already play on on game pass you know what I'm saying if I'm looking at game Microsoft game pass it's it's way more appealing than what's on Stadia there's nothing Stadia doesn't have any anything to bring me over can Can I tell you exclusive deals (laughs)
2: The only thing that I saw on Stadia that was like, oh, okay, is uh, like that was any interest was apparently like a Destiny 2. If you played Stadia or Destiny 2 on Stadia, it would have like all of the stuff unlocked. And so you could go and unlock weapons that were not currently unlockable. Because you know that Destiny 2, and maybe you don't, If you, it's been a long time since either of us have really played, but they have it where, oh, during this event, you can unlock this weapon. And then until like recently, they, they didn't have any way you could ever get it again. But you could go back on Stadia and play this old content and unlock it, and you could log in as long as you had logged into your Stadia uh, or logged into your game with whatever your shared account or you know PlayStation network or whatever, uh, you'd be able to transfer that back and then play it again on PlayStation. That's literally the only thing I've heard about Stadia since it existed other than I read recently it shut down the studio like no presence that and I'm not like you know super big gamer or anything but I have I have just no idea what's going on with it and I don't I've never met a single person that has talked to me about stadia
1: what's the so, what's interesting is like uh, back when cyberpunk uh, released it also released on stadia right it actually the, ru- the the word was it actually ran better on stadia than it was running on PlayStation or micro- on Xbox. So that's that's the most I've ever heard about Stadia, you know, outside of their own marketing material. People were talking about a runs pretty good on Stadia. Wow. They're getting, so they're getting a little traction there, getting some credibility and that's what they need. They need, they need a good reason to come play over there. You know, it's like, like, uh, I think Amazon service Luna, you know, they're trying to launch that for some reason. I have no basis for my belief, but I actually feel like Amazon will have uh, a better shot at getting it off the ground. I don't know. There's something about them and their 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 uh, projects that they seem to be able to get up off the ground and going pretty good. But you know, they were going to cut a deal with Ubisoft and offer. I think it's called Ubisoft Plus or something, and basically make make all Ubisoft games like day one drops on Luna. Imagine Assassin's Creed being available first on Luna not exclusive well if you'll remember
2: i am not a fan of assassin's creed because it came with a console i bought that was absolutely trash and not finished and right. so yeah but, whatever but if you look ubisoft but that would be a big little, deal for a lot well, of people yeah
1: well, ubisoft makes a lot of games i mean they make a ton of games and that kind of deal would be you know that would raise some heads uh you know and people make people take notice because I think they got the the rights to a new Star uh, Star Wars franchise, right? A new Star Wars game. So, if that drops on Luna first,
2: so here's my thing: as a person who, you know, I guess three or four years ago made the switch from Xbox to PlayStation, that is not a simple thing. And you, you've experienced that some too recently talking about how you, what game was it that you didn't want to play it on. Uh, no, Subnautica. You said you did not want to play that game on Xbox. Even though it was free, <laughs> you didn't want to play it on Xbox. And that's because of the trophy system and all that that you've invested this time in. By the way, Platinum that game, so get on my level. Hey, uh, Tony, when's, when's the last time you <laughs> platinum a game?
1: See that, see that.
2: When, when's the last time you did a uh, uh, Platinum, Tony? My
1: last Platinum was it,
2: With Control. Okay, so more than three two days months, ago. Months ago. Yeah, oh, three, I'm three disappointed days. in you. Uh, Vance, did you uh, platinum anything in the past three days? I have not platinum Oh, Okay, alright. Reigning champion of, of the platinum-ness. <laughs> Um, no, but, uh, it's hard to switch from ecosystems, man. Even, like, I've told, uh, the mysterious Jason, I told him, hey, you gotta get a PS5, man, you have to play The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part Two. you just have to, trust me, you have to. Um, and I tell him, like, I've, I've bought coffee, I've treated coffee a couple of times lately. He's like, man, you gonna let me buy coffee? I'm like, no, I'm making you save for a PS5, you know? Like, this is, this is how I'm doing it. If I buy enough coffees, then you will have saved enough for the PS5. I'm saying this to a guy who's got a baby on the way, like, <laughs> (laughs) You know, in a couple of months, he's not buying a PS5. His wife would kill him. Um, But it's a lot of, it's a big deal. I think about this. Every once in a while, these friends that I had made over years that I had played, you know, probably hundreds of hours of mostly like Borderlands 2 or Destiny 1 uh, with some of these friends, haven't seen or heard from them in years you know, and they're your no, they're your internet friends, but they're still your friends. Completely gone, you know. So it's a big change. All the games that I had bought on that gone, you know. And I still have. I have an Xbox One sitting in the guest bedroom right now. You know, like I could go turn it on, but I have now made the switch, and I don't want to to do that. So with Luna or whatever Amazon things come out, I I have zero interest in it. I almost don't care what they give me. I'm just I don't want to go and invest in, in you know my time. Not you know I'm not the money. I'm sure is not going to be breaking the bank, but I'm not going to go invest time in another console you know like i just don't i don't see the the return on that time investment
1: it's really for i mean in my opinion it's just it's for people that are just getting started in gaming they don't really care what system they get or or they're just a lot of grandmas are
2: going to be buying that for their their you know you know grandchildren
1: totally agree it is hard to change ecosystems Going from one to the other because, like you said, that's where your friends are. You've invested your time and whatever. And it's just hard to to switch, you know. I don't think I I, I own both systems, so uh, my preferred systems, PlayStation. I have been spending a lot of time playing my Xbox because of uh, Mob. You being, uh, being on Game Pass, uh, I've been playing that and uh, Outriders. Outside of those two games, I, I played a little bit of Rogue Squadron in that one game. Uh, where you were running uh, 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 a crime syndicate i can't remember the name of it but
2: mafia something yeah i saw that on the uh, in the game store and i thought you had mentioned it, it almost made me want to snag yeah. it i just i didn't know if i was as interested in that you know
1: but i've downloaded a lot of games on there but it's like I can't make. I have a hard time making myself play them because it's like they're they're on the PlayStation Five. I want to play them on the PlayStation Five because I'm interested in getting the trophies on PlayStation Five, not on the 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 gamer score. I have no interest in at all. It, it's the most boring achievement system. It's just totally. It's like math. <laughs> like yeah. Not interested. I want my. I want my platinums. To be on PlayStation 5, because that's it's a better system, in my opinion, and it's, you know, you're holding up that platinum just like you just did a few minutes ago. Yeah. Well, hey, Tony,
2: do you want to tell us about the new game Returnal that you're playing?
1: Yeah, so uh, Sony's big exclusive that I've been waiting for for a few months now, Returnal from Mark, just dropped last Friday. And I've been playing it, and it's an awesome game. Pretty much. It's a single-player sci-fi uh, roguelike or roguelite. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically a roguelike game is a game that when you, as you play through it, if you die, you start back from the very beginning with nothing. Everything you earn, weapons you pick up, uh, gear, whatever, you typically lose, and you have to start the session over then uh, again with uh with no equipment just just like you started the game up for the first time so that's a roguelike a roguelite i think is you keep a little bit of progression uh each time you die um so you you start your run they've it's basically it's kind of adding some new terminology to like the the gaming industry or the gaming culture it's like i'm starting my run you know because uh, because whenever you you restart from a death or start the game you know you have a series of rooms if uh, you ever play the game like metroid metroid prime or where you you're kind of just kind of progressing through the levels and exploring and finding upgrades to weapons and and into your gear you're doing kind of the same thing like you're progressing through these rooms and there there might be uh, chests in there or a bunch of enemies and you you know you fight them and you and you open the chest and you you find gear and you have to decide whether or not it's beneficial for you to pick that up and add it to your your inventory you don't want to pick up everything because a lot of the stuff uh that you're finding has like positive and negative effects so you find like a, a an upgrade for your suit it might say hey add t- plus 10% defense but when you pick it up it it, it, might, it might say has a high chance of malignancy. So you pick it up, and then it it gives you, like, a random negative effect to your suit. Like, you can cleanse it by, like, doing some objective or whatever. But, yeah, there's there's a bunch of choices in the game where you're having to decide, should I pick this up? You know, would it benefit me? How is this... How's this uh, going to play into my overall strategy for this particular run? Am I going for a melee build? Am I going for a shotgun build? Am I going for a ranged weapon build? You know, all these. There's so many different items that you can pick up and drop, and there's just so many mechanisms to learn. And the enemies are very tough too, so it's a hard are you game. having
2: to restart often your your run? And I think that might even be related to like speed run. Right, like you're taking a run, you get you're getting one shot at the speed run. So they're kind of doing the, using the same term, maybe.
1: Yeah, I mean because there's no save function, there's no I'm gonna stop here uh, and come back to it tomorrow. No, there's no. The only thing you can do is put your console in standby mode and come back. Um, just so if a run is basically until you die or you put it standby and come back later. But so that's have you no, beat it yet? I have not. Uh, there's six biomes or six six uh, different areas. I actually beat the first boss last night. I think I was on my seventh run by that time. It keeps a uh, a stat page, right? It shows you how many runs you've made and how many enemies you kill, blah, blah, all kind, all the stats that you need to figure out kind of how you're doing. Yeah, I, I beat the first boss, and, and the good thing is, is once you beat a boss for a level, you don't actually have to beat that boss every single time you make a run. So,
2: but you're still, even if you beat a biome, you still have to go through that biome.
1: Yes, you'll have to go, and it's randomly generated. So, there's no memorization.
2: Man, have you watched any, like, because what's tell me about the story? Is there, is there, is it like interesting what's going on, or is it just kind of like, no, you're just going through the motions?
1: So, there is a story, um, but it's not presented to you like, yeah, like a regular uh, narrative would be, like you're like a typical game, like The Last of Us or horizon or something like that it's it's a mystery uh like i said you're, you're you're an astronaut you've crash landed on this planet uh there's ancient civilization civilization that used to exist here now is dead and gone for the most part uh you have a lot of ancient ruins strange creatures and stuff that you're you're having to fight but there there's a mystery that's kind of going going on uh, within within the game and it's presented to you through pieces that you find like there's a lot of audio logs, and when you're when you pick up an audio log, you, you typically find an audio log, and it's going to be a recording made by your character, but your character doesn't remember ever making the audio log, right? It's like I don't ever like a typical like you know, in my, the, your character actually says I don't remember ever making that recording, and you find these audio logs where your character in another theoretical run somewhere has died and left. A trace of, of what happened to them and there's dead but your dead body is like everywhere you know throughout the the levels and stuff you'll find your corpse whenever you die there's like a the sequence that it goes back through to put you back at the starting point just like a dream sequence right and it it adds like a scene to that so it's being pieced together through just pieces that you're discovering through the, the levels. Like you're, you're putting the clues together to figure out what exactly one either happened to the civilization or there's another reason why your astronaut is even on this planet. Like if you, I was looking through, uh, my crash ship, uh, computer system and there's a bunch of audio, uh, mess, not audio messages, but, uh, like basically, uh, emails. Right. And, uh, You're going through the conversations that your astronaut character was going through before she came to this planet, right? So it's like there's a mystery going on there, Um, and it all kind of ties together. So I don't know what the story is, and apparently there's multiple endings. There's like four or five multiple endings, so it depends on what the clues are you're getting. It's going to determine the outcome of the story for you.
2: All right, so if I were to Google Returnal Speedrun. Right. Do you think there, do you think these are out there?
1: I saw a YouTube video earlier today about a, a Returnal speedrun. I quite, I wasn't I didn't click on it, uh, but uh, the time that it had in the corner was like 9 hours. That's a speedrun. What? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like that's a speedrun? I'm like Okay.
2: <laughs> it starts that way a lot, you know. But yeah. games like they'll be short. You know, even yeah, like Borderlands uh, three. Okay, so yeah. when yeah. I look at a uh, speedrunning website here, I see a uh, is this any any uh, actually his, this is any percent on New Game Plus nine minutes thirty three seconds. But oh, I don't know if minutes? this is
1: because the way the the number thing was because it shows
2: 930 milliseconds as well yeah oh it's so okay so 9 hours 33 or 9 minutes 33 seconds 930 milliseconds but that is new game plus which means you start potentially but of course this game could be the exception based on everything you said uh generally new game plus you start equipped
1: yeah i mean there's there's... not
2: a record for any percent that's not right new game that i can see
1: there is some progression like when you die you have a melee weapon that you can unlock after killing a certain thing or something uh you keep that every run right so and i think uh there's ways to level up weapons and stuff and make them more powerful and then be able to to you not not start the game with them, but basically add them to the pool of available items that will drop and like for you so i don 't know exactly how that mechanism or the mechanic works exactly um, there's some other games that are similar to that in the in the roguelike genre, but yeah i mean there's there's lo- there's things that you carry over like uh, there's one particular resource that you can carry over uh, i think it's called Ether Uh, You can carry it over and use it to buy upgraded items, you know, on your next run. So there there are a few things that will carry over. And like I said, like I think the weapon progression system, uh, the weapons get more powerful earlier on. So it should make it a little
2: bit easier for you. So, what do you? Or is this a game you recommend? Like, would you recommend this game to people?
1: I recommend this game because it's freaking amazing. However, there's a caveat here. Only if you want, only if you can handle a challenge. Like, if you want everything handed to you, you know, on easy mode in your games, don't don't bother because you're you're not gonna like it because it's difficult. It's not. You know, people say it's more difficult than the Dark Souls games. I I wouldn't say it's more difficult than those games. Uh, if you take your time and just make yourself upgrade your equipment and continually upgrade your weapons as you progress. Like, basically, if you start, say you start a run, what you want to do is just take your time, right? And open up every uh, side room, get the money that's available. Like, there's... Uh, there's stuff uh that will drop when you kill creatures or open chests or blow up some other stuff. That serves as money. You know, you build up that money and then you go to like the little vending stations and you buy, you know, different equipment for yourself. But so far what I, I would say is what you want to do is focus on building up your health. That's what you want to do. And you wanna go kill stuff because there's a weapon progression system. So every time you kill a creature it progresses the progression on the t- particular type of uh, not no, it just progresses your overall weapons progression. So, as the as the weapon progression moves up, it starts at zero. As it goes to one, you know the first weapons you're going to find are going to be uh, level zero. Well, if you if you increase your weapons progression up to one, then your weapons you're going to find are going to be between one and two or three. So, you typically get weapons either off of big bosses or, or big creatures or chests that you can find. Well, you don't want to open the chest until you've actually leveled your progression up in your weapons. So, get your weapon progression up, then go open the chests, and the weapons you're going to get are going to be more powerful. That's so, pretty
2: clever. So, it sounds, man, you got, okay, tips, returnal tips and tricks with Tony.
1: Right. So,. Yeah, there's ways to make it easier for you. You just got to take your time and learn the tricks, right? Because I, I fought the, I did that last night and I made it to the first boss. I had, it was still a tough fight, but with double the health, and I had a, uh, there's another item that you can carry, uh, a couple of items that you can use for different things. Like I chose to carry extra healing. So I had double health bars and I, I healed all the way up one time during the fight. So
2: Tony, um, have you ever considered not getting hit?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's hard though. I mean, it's a bullet Why didn't you a choose a that stone. strategy? I I, <laughs> there's Seems like a lot of like... bullet dodging going on.
2: Seems like maybe uh, you know, you got a little work to do on this one, huh? If you can't even form a kind of not get hit strategy. <laughs> right, seems yeah, like a real obvious
0: one. That, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. we're still working through that.
0: Still need some co op help. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's a great game. It's but it's gonna be a turn off for people that don't that aren't prepared for that type of challenge. If you've played if you've played Demon Souls or any of those type of souls games, um and had no problem with them or you finished them or you enjoyed them, then you should enjoy this. If you didn't like those games and you don't like difficulty in your games, then you probably want to skip it or wait for yourself. Well, here's the thing. Like we
2: talked about it before in Dark Souls 3. Like I played that game through on stream one day and I went through and beat all the bosses, um, you know, just in that sitting. But that's a game that I had played a lot, you know, and, you know, knew the game pretty well in order to be able to do that i don't i don't know what i like how i feel about this like you have you you can't save you can't do any of that like <laughs> i i understand it but i don't know if that is something that like i almost want to go just watch it on youtube because we watched a little bit of it the day they had some you know what was it a live playthrough or something so i've seen it a little bit but i just don't know if i want to kind of invest that amount of time into a game to progress through without progressing right Like that's what's kind of getting me it, it's like there's i it's interesting to me but like i'm not sold on it really i might i feel like maybe i'll watch a little bit more or maybe watch someone stream it or something and then make the decision if i want to do it but I, I don't know i almost feel like it's the, the wrong time for that game for me because i've been doing some very different types of games lately and i've been really enjoying that and seems like this is it would kind of almost be a step backwards in a in a sense from what i've been you know, learning about video games and what I'm interested in.
1: I think you'd be surprised by uh, the story, even though it's not a traditional storytelling that it's actually probably the best uh, storytelling I've seen done this way. So uh, most, most games that usually just drop you hints here and there, or, you know, aren't that great, right? It's like, you see it all the time in games. It's like, oh, here's an audio log or here's some, you know, stuff you can read about. But for some reason, this one seems way more engaging in the story, even though they're only giving it to you in little pieces. And I think there is something, like you can watch somebody streaming it, but I think that there's something kind of, like, addictive. Like, there's like a little dopamine shot that you're getting when you're playing this game that I don't feel like you can actually appreciate unless you actually played it. So
2: I might hold off. I might, uh, I don't know, man. I was really, I was thinking about this. I mentioned to you, I don't know if it was a day or two ago, like, hey, I'm, I want to talk to you about Returnal or whatever. And I, you know, we held off that conversation, and I really expected that you'd say, hey, this is Returnal. And then I would say, oh, man, cool. I'm going to pick that up tonight. I just don't know if I want to do it.
1: <laughs> well, I, I just would, I I wouldn't I spend think seventy dollars if you have a question mark if you don't think uh, you're you're ready for it because the game is seventy dollars and that's kind of like the biggest uh, critique like if the critique that people have for the game outside of what you can't save is what this game costs seventy dollars for me the game is worth seventy dollars It's every bit worth the seventy dollars but for some people it wouldn't be you know it's just it's gonna to have to really know where you're at as far as gaming like vance do not buy this game <laughs> 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 because uh, it is definitely not a, i don't definitely not if you're a single player you know and there's no co-op the only co-op in it is it's kind of got the same uh thing as. uh Dark Souls has where you can see the death of other players or something and you can avenge their death
2: Oh, but you can't summon them? No, you can't summon the
1: player. Yeah. You can,
2: I need you, my white soul stone, Tony You can white, loot the. I think you can you the body
1: or, or whatnot and like uh, avenge the player and That creature that beat them will come into your world and then you have a shot at defeating it and getting the loot That would have gone to the other player plus whatever loot was on that body and if you do, I think it has a negative effect on that other player in their. <laughs> okay. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I think so.
2: So, you know what I just learned? I I, I mentioned uh, earlier that I'd beaten Subnautica. Well, at the end of uh, the game, you have an option to leave behind a time capsule. And it has, like I think, six inventory slots in it or something. And I'm, like, interacting with this right at the end of the game, and I'm thinking, what's the point of this? Like, why am I, do I, when I beat it, do I come back? I, I, I had a lot of questions because I hadn't, you know, had not seen any anything on it, you know, so it was all brand new to me. And I'm thinking, I don't want to come back. You know, New Game Plus type of thought process. I don't want to come back. I'm missing all my good stuff so I put in this time capsule like some rocks just garbage stuff from my oh, inventory because it said I had to finish gosh. it and I've learned since then that would uh, I guess when you start I don't remember if I had found it or not but when you start you get as a new player into the world you get a time capsule that someone that beat the game left for you and I left whoever is playing the so game awesome. the worst possible like I could not I have do done you. a worse job and what I left them I too, and so but here's the thing, and I actually, I've wanted to load up Subnautica basically every day since I quit playing it a few days ago, uh, but I've been doing them to play something else. Uh, I've wanted to load it up every day, and I'm thinking, okay, what, because I have a save right before I uh, took off, like right, right before I, I finished the game, I have a save. So I could literally go in there, and I'm thinking, do I go in there like 10 times, load up load up the save, and... Uh, you know just drop the absolute best things like do i want to gift a speedrunner the world record do i want to help a brand new uh first timer like i have i have uh some retribution you know that i need to that i need to give <laughs> so,
1: like but i can't or you're trying to like make your conscious <laughs>
2: than... <laughs> yeah well maybe it's some reparations that i owe <laughs> these these folks but it's like I, I feel so bad about it. It's what, like, but again, never played before. I had no, had uh, not seen anyone beat the game. I didn't have any context uh, when I did it, and I just was. Oh, you I was so bad.
1: Your, you just went with your uh, true self, man. Don't take stingy, the serum. Stingy apparently. Man. Don't take the apparently. Don't take the serum. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I need to take the serum and go be an accountant. You know, because <laughs> like stingy.
1: <laughs> Leave it rocks for people. Who who did that? Uh, uh the listen, were
2: they were huge.
1: on yeah, they were on the
2: naughty list for Christmas, okay? That's their they got their lump of coal. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, technically it was titanium, so it's worth something in real life, but it's the most abundant resource there is in the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I feel bad about it. Funny. So maybe what I'll do is uh maybe I'll just read a little bit more about this returnal. I thought it looked cool, but I just ugh. Yeah. that just seems a little bit like uh like a large time investment where I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again and I just i don't know if that's what I'm interested in right now
1: Pretty much um, yeah hmm. I, it the ratings for it are really good though the reviewers love it it's it's pretty much it's received uh, had a really good reception but may not be maybe the time I'll just
2: for you to play it well so what I'm playing is um Horizon Zero Dawn, which you recommended. did you did you platinum that, Tony? Uh
1: did I platinum that game? No, I did not. Mm. No, Wait. he did not. If he has something mm. about it, he did platinum. He, platinum,
0: he ain't platinum. I
2: know, right? Yeah, as soon so as he plac- hesitated know, for a second. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So many um, platinums, that's what you gonna go with? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Vance, do you know how many I mean, plat,
2: I mean, plat- I mean, do you know how many platinums he has? How many? Fourteen. I mean, that's not so many. Man. That's not so that's, many you can't think of it.
0: That's that's your that's your total lifetime PSN. Woo-hoo-hoo! Hey, hey, uh, but they might close your account right? for that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <yeah. laughs> well, it makes sweetie, but I have a zero platinums. I do not well, a lot of games only play one mode, multiplayer. Uh, you know, so you know it's hard to play. <laughs> it's hard to hard to platinum on one mode, but hey, hey.
2: Vance, uh why don't you tell us about your thoughts on single player games?
0: Man, look here, man. Don't do it. All right don't do it, alright, there's um, it's, I I, I get, there's a guy at work, we, we try to play Division 2 with, you know, and he was just so frustrated about um, you know, us being in one place for so long, like, he left it. he was like, yo, we'll go to Solos, like, I get that aspect of it, but I think a lot of it, like, they put so much into it and, and it's built around, like multiplayer, I mean, look at the PlayStation 5 I mean, they put a microphone and a speaker on the controller, and I'm pretty sure you know, that's not for you to talk to the, uh, you know, the CPU, you know? So it's like, I feel like consoles, especially the amount of money and time you're going to spend to them are definitely built for the multiplayer aspect. Like if you want to play solo, like this game boys, you know, this handheld games, you know, like, ugh, I, I, like I just don't get the amount of money spent for a solo. I, I just, I I do not get it.
2: I think for me, man, like, I 100% was with you. Like in Destiny and Destiny 2, uh, I played lots of time on those games. Uh, as soon as they let us start kip, skipping cutscenes, I skipped every cutscene. All the new content, I don't care what the cutscene is. Like, I just, I'm not, I was not invested in that story whatsoever. Um, and I think I've just started recently to learn. And man, the big uh, game changer, The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, by the way, at work today, uh, one of uh, my buddies was there and he's like, Oh, did you play The Last of Us Part 2? Uh, and I was like, Yeah. And he was so excited and we we're talking about it. And wouldn't you know it, one of uh, the buddies I've been trying, who has a PS5, I've been trying to convince him to play The Last of Us Part 2. Every time I see him, I was like, Hey, man, what's up? He goes, No, the answer to your question is no. I have not played The Last of Us Part 2. I've been bugging him. It's so good, right? And. Uh, so I'm having this conversation about what a, a phenomenal game this is with this uh, with my buddy, and he's just he's so excited that I'd finally played this game. And here comes this other friend who I've not yet convinced. And so I'm working on it, but like that game is so good, and it's single player, but the story it tells and how it tells it through the cutscenes is better than you know movies I've seen. Most movies I've seen probably. I mean it's just so good like the value in that is um, you know incomparable it's not multiplayer the gameplay was not as awesome as some of the multiplayer stuff I played but still a lot of value in playing it I thought
1: yeah I mean yeah. I, 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 I you know me I love my single-player games I like co-op I like multiplayer um, Vance you you're spoiled you know, your your wife plays with you, okay, so you don't really count. Mm. You're like one percent of you know, of gamers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, it's true. One percent of the couples. Um yeah. but like I I, I like playing co op, but the problem is it's like there's no it's like a it's like the loop. Like clean you just said like I'm gonna do the same thing over and over again, like in returnal. That mm-hmm. that is multiplayer to me like Warzone, what's the point you know like or call of duty multiplayer uh, multiplayer games outside of progressing my weapon and getting the don't the the uh the the calling card that says you've done everything (laughs) as far as multiplayer (laughs) achievements go like that's the only thing that's the only motivation for me i don't uh, i get bored with the multiplayer real quick
2: I felt the same, man. Like as soon as I unlocked all the stuff, I'm like, why am I playing
0: this? (laughs) See, y'all playing the wrong, like for the wrong reasons. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why I say that is, like, all right. So, for instance, Warzone, right? Now, if you are, let's say, in all right. So, if you are a one-dimensional player, all right, we'll, we'll pause Warzone. So last night they had the trios. A Fortnite the top trios in the world um they had and I was showing JQ and uh Josiah like the um the stream and it's like beyond anything we've ever seen in actual Fortnite. Like the storm never stops moving. So you start off like you know like half or sort of like that but the whole time the storm is just moving. So you have to build up and like so if you, you guys start on the cliff then the whole map is up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like everybody is building up. So if you fall, it's over, you know? And it's like, imagine you have, like, a 100 people right there. And, like, you have two teams fighting to your left. A team is fighting up above you. A team fighting below you. And you have to move with the storm the whole time. You know? So you have to build on the go. You have to edit on the go. You have to heal on the go. Like, there's no, let me sit in this bush and handle business so to say that is if you only approach multiplayer one-dimensional then it's going to get very boring but if you never push yourself to try to let's say to to snipe in the war zone or if you never try to get better at throwing grenades or rotations like like i just really found out like in the last two weeks like the way you move in a storm like rotations is key like if you like okay look either i'm going through this village or imma go around around the village over the mountain in the water like it's just so many ways that you can get to the spot and and that's what i love about multiplayer and take chess chess nobody knows how many moves there are in chess like there's there's a, are an infinite number of moves so when i feel like you do solos i feel like you're just you're you have to take this path that somebody has already set with multiplayer you have other human elements inside of the game that change how you approach and change how you play unless you're just going to stay like right
2: i think that there's a lot of truth to that about the uh the unknown when playing with other humans right like that they all they are making decisions and those decisions affect uh how i need to play and that's uh it can be very fun it can be very engaging but sometimes man people play wrong you're not doing it right you're camping <laughs> in that dark corner of zone you're playing it wrong I don't want your bad decisions to ruin my day, you know, and that's that's what yeah. I feel about multiplayer. You're camping, you're playing it wrong. You know, you're cheating, <laughs> you're playing it wrong. You know what Jason told me the other day? We sent each other our screenshots of our stats on Warzone for the week. They're both bad, and it's just getting worse, right? He goes, and uh, I guess he had been talking to people and found out that, like, the Cronus Max uh, trigger systems... Or, or I'm not sure exactly how they work, but uh, backwater, three hundred thousand on backwater, they have just yes. infiltrated the game. You know, if you're using a Chronos Max, you're playing it wrong, man. If, if, if that's what bugs me, man, that's what I loved about shipment in Modern Warfare. That map is because you can't really play it wrong. You're, you, you, there's not, you're not. I mean, there's people that are gonna try to camp in the things or whatever. You throw a grenade in there, you're done. You know, like, uh, but people. Being annoying just bothers me so much. And that's what I like about single player games is that I am making the decisions, you know, like and sometimes it's going to lead me one way or another or wh- whatnot. And of course, there's big open world games and, and everything else. But playing Warzone with these rats camping in the corner, oh let me get my riot shield and my uh, my shotgun, my stuns, everything else like you're playing it wrong, right? Like, I don't want to play with you.
1: So, he- here's the thing. I mean, I like competition, right? Don't get me wrong. I, like I said, I used to be competitive card player, okay? The thing is, it's like in multiplayer, and we had this discussion about the meta, you know, a few weeks ago. The effort, time and effort to maintain, you know, staying up to, to date with the meta and how people are playing and the new equipment or whatever, just like, for me, I don't have that that kind of time really i barely have enough time to play the single player games i'm playing so if i had more time then i would play more more Warzone and stuff like that but a'd reward for me to play Warzone because i don't have the time to get you know better like it's just it's just the way it is i'm like so i i like Boo. i'm not going to i'm not going to continue <laughs> to go in there and be fodder for somebody else to get enjoyment Boo. out of you know what i'm saying well so, okay
0: all right well, the reason why I said it is, and, and Clint, you, you brought up a good point. That actually happened today. So, you know, the skin, uh, I think it, was, it looks like a lady. She's an all-black, the little... Yeah,
2: the rose skin.
0: Yeah, the rose skin. So, there are certain parts of the board that are dark. And like you said, like today was playing, and, you know, Clutch is like, man, dang it. Like, you know, somebody just sitting in the corner, you know with, with the, uh, you know, with the skin on. But I'm like, as somebody that comes from multiplayer, so the board never changes... Is you know camping been in Modern Warfare since. Forever. So the thing is you shouldn't just be running through buildings because yes, there is people with a ghost on that's sitting there waiting for you to run through. It's just like when I play solo, I leave boxes in the buildings on purpose just so it they hear that noise, that gold, and they want to run in the building and yes, I'm camping because it's solos like the end game is the is to me is the most important part. So why do I need to rack up all these kills why I see a lot of people rack up all these kills at the beginning and then they die at the end by this guy who only has two kills? you know so and and then tony to 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 counter what you're saying is you don't even have to really get better as far as as just like how you play it's just you could be the guy that holds the pila. so anytime a vehicle comes you shoot it down. Anytime a helicopter comes, you shoot it down. You could be the guy that holds the the uh, the um ammunition box. So it's just small things that good teams do. Is like when I play Modern Warfare 2, like I held the rockets. So anytime UAV go up, I'm shooting them down. Anytime a uh, um, counter UAV goes up, I'm shooting them down. And that's how like we we played. And the guy that I played with, he got a lot of nukes because I used to just watch his back. So I may have two kills, but guess what? My two kills is allowing him to get that twenty-five kill streak. It's allowing him to get that chopper gunner. So like you don't even have to be good as in, you know, you can put thirty bullets on somebody. It's just I need you to watch my back. And if one person come up, your job is to kill that one person. That's it. But a lot of people are so intrigued by YouTube, and it's like, oh, I need that twelve kills, I need that thirteen kills. No, you don't. We here for the win. However, we got to get there. We are here as a team, and that's what we need to accomplish.
2: I get it, man. There's, I mean, there's a lot of value. I really, I'd say most of my, uh, I don't know, uh, last three or four years uh, have been multiplayer, like strictly multiplayer. For the reasons, a lot of the reasons you just said, man, like uh, and Tony as well, like the competition. And man, it feels great to be better than someone. One, of the a memory that I have, um, that I just, I, I, don't think I'm ever gonna forget this, which is the weirdest thing. It was playing Destiny One, with uh, my regular, you know, crew or whatever these buddies I all met online, and it was six v six, and the other six were all. you I know mean, it was a team. It was a group. And I can't remember the mode was like to, you know, his score of 65, 75, whatever it is. And we won against these guys. I think four or five times in a row, but every one of them was like 65 to 64, 65 to 63. And I like, just remember the, the, the other uh, guys on the team were like, dude, we need to get out. I'm like, no man, this is the best I've ever, like, this is the best feeling I've ever had. The fact that we had to try so hard to barely squeak out. We were barely better than these guys uh, as a team. And that was, I mean, amazing. I can still remember how it made me feel to just uh, even by those wins man but it just felt so good but you don't always have that and that's the biggest thing with a lot of these games now man the skill-based matchmaking and the fact that we've got this massive amount of people cheating and things not doing right and people you know games that are being designed like these new multiplayer games these new Call of Duty games are all designed so where worse people can kill people that are better than them that you can camp and there's so much more stuff added to camp like that, the new uh, Warzone Gulag—it's got multiple levels, man. People could go camp. I run around, and to be able to find them, you know. Like that, they're designing these games to the lowest common denominator, and they're making it so you know I'm not, I'm not, you know, uh, Aiden, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, these top professional gamers nowhere close to that those guys are going to beat them no matter what the playing field is you know they got a pistol they got everything you know a full loadout they're going to beat them they're just that much better than them i am not i am you know you know slightly better than average at that game and so when a person who i am only slightly better with you know by you know law of averages um slightly better than this person but they're camping or they're doing this they're doing that there's all these things that have been added to the game to make it so that person uh the the playing field is not you know level it's they're getting the advantage through crappy you know behaviors camping or whatever else you know that's what that bugs me and that's what i like sh- about shipments so much is you don't have that stuff it's just you know there's not all these things around that map to hide behind and you know camp it's whoever's gonna be aggressive whoever's gonna have a better shot you know it's a t- you know not some crazy horrible ttk you know issue that's what i liked about that and it's just it, the call of duty imploding on itself is the reason that i've started playing these other games that's really what it comes down to
1: yeah i mean it's not like i don't play multiplayer games i mean like i said i got the the highest uh, calling card achievement in Black Ops, you know, I've I've played what almost three straight years of Call of Duty. Like I didn't play anything else for like. <laughs> you want to ask me why I don't have more tro- uh, Platinums? Well, Call of Duty, I'm like. And when Battlefield Six, yeah, exactly. That's you know what's
2: crazy have... is I could literally go and get a platinum tonight or tomorrow because I just realized that I had like one thing on Modern Warfare Campaign that I hadn't finished yet, and I thought, why am I doing this? It's just we're racing for Damascus, not for platinum, and I stopped for one short. One you know, short, I think.
1: I mean, uh, when Battlefield Six drops in November or whatever time it drops, I'm going to be playing Battlefield. You know, for you know, how depending on how good it is, it could be for two weeks, it could be for six months, you know. So I I I like multiplayer but right now there's no multiplayer that's got my attention. I'm like I don't I'm Call of Duty pretty much stinks right now and there's nothing else out there worth playing. And like once you get out of a multiplayer game like for example uh What's the one that's made by Blizzard that's the five player shooter uh, Overwatch? Great game. Love that game. But I haven't played it in like a year and a half. If I go back in that game, I'm going to be so far behind. You know, slaughtered. Slaughtered. And I I'll, I'll have to go through that months and months of getting slaughtered. You know, just to get caught up. And I'm like, nah, I'd rather be playing something I'm actually getting something done in. <laughs> How, how how much I value my time for any particular time period? If it if the game is worth it, then I'll then I'll play it. You know, if the game is not worth it, then like right now, Call of Duty is not worth my time right now, or Warzone. Pretty much what it boils down to.
2: I think Vance too. The other thing is that if we were talking six months or a year ago, I would just be. It'd be the two of us beating up on Tony, because he's wrong, right? Because right? multiplayer's better. Right. But I very much in this past uh, year or so learned to appreciate the value that you know that you're getting from these story-driven games and uh, just different types of games. And man, the amount of terror that I felt playing like Subnautica and these other games, um, and and the. The satisfaction of completing completing them uh, is, I mean, f- beating Subnautica and, and getting going through some of that. Like I had a lot more fun playing Subnautica than I've had playing Warzone in a long time. Um, you know, even getting wins in Warzone lately hasn't been as satisfying because it's just like, I don't know. I guess it, I'm just uh, like numb to it. Like yeah, oh, well I've got wins. Yeah, you know it's yeah, it's you know more wins are good, but. I still remember my first win. That was amazing. I can remember some of my other, you know, very distinct, oh, I kill games, you know, 20-something 20, 20 kills or, or you know, just mowing down a bunch of people in a game. Those, those things feel awesome. Uh, but it's a different, it's, it's like the same dopamine hit. You're just getting in a different way. And uh, I don't know, man, I think there's a lot of value to these other games. I'm just kind of realizing that.
0: Yeah, like, for, like... I don't know, man. It's just, I, I like, I feel like because of how, like, I guess I started playing multiplayer games. Like, even the campaigns with Call of Duty is like, you know, they're like, you know, things designed in a game where it's like, um, I'm pretty sure they changed by then. But I can stand at a certain point and the enemy isn't going to come because it was designed for them to stand at this trash can. So if I stand 100 feet here with a sniper, I can pick them off. You know, like, there was no really no thrill versus now with uh, Fortnite. It's like now the snipers are bone arrows. So it's like, you know, you're just not looking through a scope with, uh, you know, like, you know, 50 times Zoom hitting people. It's like, you really got to put it on somebody. And, I mean, I don't know. I mean, sniper is my thing. So, I mean, I just, out of that gives me a rush. I could take down, you know, like a team of four, and they, like, just, like, with a bow and arrow. I mean, you know, I mean, just like you know, DP, you know, like he he sits beside me at work, and sometimes you know he'll watch me he'll watch me while he's waiting on, um, you know, he's waiting on his uh game to load over. He just looks at me like man, like this guy's breaking them off. I'm like, hey man, <laughs> it <laughs> feels good, game, right? It but feels the, but great.
2: But what what I find though is that like you're you're comparing a multiplayer experience to a single-player shooter and ai and shooters a lot of times is trash the game subnautica dude you don't even ever get a gun that fires bullets like you don't you're not like your mission isn't to kill things um it's to survive you know and uh i still killed you know plenty of things in that game but it's just it's very different uh the way that it it presents it you know it's just there's it was so much fun to play a game that I would have absolutely never have touched, and I think that's something that is—I uh, don't know—it's worth looking into. It's worth—it's worth trying out some of these other things. Maybe you wait till you're bored of uh, of COD or when there's not a great shooter out. Because, like Tony said, Battlefield 6—I I haven't really been a big fan of the battlefields. Um, I'll try it out. You know, I'll see what it has to offer, and that might hold my attention. Man, you might not hear me talk about a single-player game for months. But I'm not going to be shying away from them like I had in the past because there's been uh, there's a, a lot of really fun experiences lately with single player games.
1: All right, guys, I that concludes another great episode here at Good to Game Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to join us next week again as we you know, get into some discussion about uh, Clint's playthrough of Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, and Clint, just so you know, I do have the Platinum. Do you actually? <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> he checked yeah, his medals I,
2: out. I, man. I, I uh, just as far as next week, I also watch The Empire Strikes Back, so I can have another one-word review prepared by that time if you guys would like.
1: Uh, okay. As long as Tony <laughs> yeah. will have
2: the drum roll uh, prepared.
1: Yeah, I'll have the drum roll prepared. All right, listeners, thanks for joining us. We'll catch you guys again next week. Have a great evening.
2: Later dates. Later, later.